Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night, wherever you are. This is the Crash Test Mummies podcast and today we are going to be talking about the silver linings that we have found during this lockdown. Hi, I'm Alexi. And I'm Karen. And this is the Crash Test Mummies podcast. sense yeah because we all have a lot of extra time on our hands right now (laughs) yeah so I know that we um have kids 24 7 I am finding little pockets of time that I can use for myself and for me and Chris as a couple we're not going to go into that that doesn't sound right but you know what I mean uh we are finding some time that is uh precious um and I think also talking about the kids I think that to stay sane I need to carve out time Mm. for a bit of time because I can't do mommy 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 snack 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 all day long I have to have some me time or I'm gonna go crazy yeah absolutely it's and I think it's also just like at first, I think everyone was shocked by the how much life had changed. And now that we're settling into everyday life, we're kind of starting to think, actually, I could get used to this, like little aspects mm-hmm. of it. Like totally. one of the biggest ones for me is definitely having Adam working from home, which in the beginning was absolutely miserable because we had to be quiet and I had to work around his schedule and his phone calls. And I found it really frustrating having someone else kind of dictate the, the way that I worked at home. But now mm-hmm. that we're, you know, however many weeks in, I'm finding actually, first of all, it's amazing because Adam gets up with the kids in the mornings and I get to sleep in every morning until he has to start work. Um, and on top of that, he comes down during lunch. We take the dogs for a walk. We take the kids out together. If there's an emergency that comes up, he's always here to help. And he's off work at five, not home by seven. You know, he's here to help do dinner. He's here to get the kids to bed. Whereas before when he was working downtown and was having to commute to work every day, Um, you know, the kids didn't see him in the morning and the kids didn't see him at night. So the weekends were really the only time that we had together. And by the time he got back from work, I was too tired to even have a conversation with him, let alone really enjoy his company. So he and I have really had an opportunity to, um, I don't want to say like rekindle our marriage, but kind of, Mm. it's really been nice having Adam like back around because for so long he hasn't been around. It's just nice spending time together. Um, and we've also adapted to the fact that he's right upstairs and, you know, that kind of comes with time. So, yeah, I really have enjoyed that. Yeah, and I, there's nothing wrong with sort of saying that it is rekindling your marriage because I think that, I mean, let's just make it clear right now that obviously we are aware that this is a horrible situation for so many families who are grieving the deaths of loved ones. But for those of us who are um, in lockdown and not necessarily uh, directly uh, affected by coronavirus, other than the sort of restrictions that the governments have put on us, that we are seeing a far slower 
um, uh, way of life. And it is definitely a time that I think we can appreciate. It sort of reminds me, and uh, without sounding too wanky about it, um, it reminds me of when Chris and I uh, were in South America and we fell in love and it was our honeymoon period of being away, South America traveling. One of the things that we really appreciated from experiencing those cultures was how laid back they were. And then coming back home and um, experiencing straight away the sort of the rush of the economy and like the routine of you have to be busy all the time. You have to be mm. earning money, the, um, the stock market, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, we always said we don't want to ever, uh, you know, just accept that way of life. We, we have experienced a different, slower, more relaxed way of life that helps you to appreciate the most important things. And this has given so many of us, well, all of us, the opportunity to see that firsthand. You know, things like the environment getting a real break from Mm -hmm. humanity and just uh, not having to worry about um, uh, working hard and... um, sort of sticking it to the man is that the phrase I'm rubbish at phrases Chris always makes fun of me but like just not having the pressure of earning money working hard actually taking a step back having a deep breath and seeing what we have I mean you know like a zombie apocalypse like you see in things like The Walking Dead and I'm not saying that this is a zombie apocalypse but like some sort of sci-fi or um uh, uh, what's that word that they use for these things? Um, it's like a dystopian society. Yeah, seeing this kind of uh, stripping society back to basics uh, and developing relationships is actually all that's really important. And mm-hmm. it's been really special for that. Totally. Even like friendships, like I said to you before we started this episode, I have friends that. I, between work and the kids and bedtime and getting up and doing this whole snack thing, you know, we rarely had time to talk, but now that they're either able to work from home or not working and I'm at home all the time and not, you know, doing all the things we have managed, you know, every Thursday I talk to my friends sometimes for two hours and it's been so nice just to slow down and reconnect even in that way, even with friendships that like, you know, they're the types of friends, they'd be my friend, even if we didn't talk for a year, but it's still Mm -hmm. really nice just catching up and really seeing how they're doing instead of just the text message, like, Hey, what's up? Nothing. How are you? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Which I feel like a lot of relationships in today's society are, they don't get that deep. It's very like, Hey, how are you? Oh, good. How are you? Good. Hope all is well. Tell the family I said hi. Yeah. You know, but you never, you don't, you don't have the opportunity because you don't have the time to really dig in and find out what's actually going on. Exactly. And how are we supposed to help each other and lift each other up if we don't ever really know what's going on? Because everyone's just so caught up in doing their own things because they have to be. Because mm-hmm. our our life, our lives, the lifestyle that we live is very demanding it's not like little house on the prairie Mm -hmm. (laughs) but now it kind of is and you know there's a part of me that like kind of digs it (laughs) yeah exactly 
I have always struggled with the attitude of my parents' generation who always seem to be busy for being busy. And being busy sort of rates you on the meter of how successful you yes. are. Like, do you know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, I love my parents and I love that generation. And I'm not meaning any offense, but this idea of being busy and ticking the box of having a nine to five job, Monday to Friday, um, is something that is expected and when like Chris and I completely blow up that (laughs) expectation list uh, I think that my parents and his parents have maybe struggled with the idea of well what do you do it's like well we work from home and we do things ad hoc we're flexible around when the when the kids are at school and stuff Um, and I think for a lot of people who are and there's nothing wrong with being in this nine to five thing um that they have been forced to get out of that routine and it has given everyone the opportunity to experience a non uh predetermined structure that i mean really it's the governments that have dictated this is what happens this you know like we are expected to do this and now that we're not i kind of think people are realizing I could work from home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Totally. And I think that a lot of companies are realizing, actually, my employees can work from home and they're not yeah. screwing around and our numbers are doing re- are doing fine. Like uh-huh. Adam's boss, Adam asked if he could take off for his birthday, um, which is on Tuesday. Woo. Uh-huh. And Oh, nice. Um, his boss said two roles. Sell shit. Do what you want you know? Yeah. And Adam was like, that definitely wasn't the mindset when this started. Like we would never would have been allowed to work from home, but now they're seeing that yes, people are working from home, but people are still selling lots of stuff because Mm -hmm. guess what? Adam can't just sit at home and not do anything or guess, or we don't make money. Mm -hmm. He has to be working. He has to be selling. His, his drive hasn't changed just because his office is now in our bedroom. You know, and I think that that's a really, a really cool silver lining because not only is Adam not driving three hours a day to and from work, Mm -hmm. but he gets to see his kids more and he gets to see me more. And I know that that's the situation for a lot of families right now. And it's got to be eye opening for so many people like this could work. Yeah, I think I saw on the news today that something like uh, 16% of, um, the workforce are now able to work from home because they have seen that it has been successful during lockdown. So you might see a significant reduction in people going into work. I mean, you might need to create a home office or something, but I mean, the people that I deal with in terms of our work as social media, uh, well, we always describe ourselves as like in advertising because I think the influencers are just stupid annoying word but um uh, you know I'm still talking daily to people who are part of PR agencies but are just working from home Mm -hmm. and I actually find that they are quicker to respond than if they were in a big office and they had lots of meetings and stuff I mean they still have zoom meetings I mean but I do find that the communication appears to be uh more productive and better uh, within the hours that they're expected to work. Um, so hopefully 
Uh, Chris and I are lucky to, to work at home anyway, but I do think that a lot of people will experience this and think, do you know, I could, I could totally do this. And I think that people will be asking their employers mm-hmm. if they can at home because they have proved that they can. Yeah. That was the first thing I said to Adam is like, you need to at least see if you can work from home one day a week. And mm-hmm. just, just because that's, it's fair for you. It's fair mm-hmm. for us. It's fair for the kids. And I mean, it's fair for our wallet paying for all the gas that it takes you to get to and from work every day. <laughs> so yeah. many, it just makes it so, and for the earth, you know, one less car off the road. There's so many reasons why mm-hmm. it makes sense. And of course, Adam's like, well, I mean, I want to go back to back to work for some days. Like I do miss yeah. being in an office, but totally. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we could definitely cut down our carbon footprints by staying at home some days, at mm. least. Uh, totally. I mean, we've rarely used the car. I, I'm i using the car, Chris isn't, um, because I'm the only one that goes out. But um, yeah, I mean, even filling up the car the other day with the diesel, I, I couldn't believe how cheap it was compared mm-hmm. to what it normally was. Yeah, and even, you know, even my doctor appointments... I'm wondering if this is going to be a more permanent thing. Like I, most of my appointments have just been on the computer. I don't have to leave the house. I don't have to go into a dirty doctor's office. And frankly, it's, I mean, it's just as easy. Mm -hmm. I'm just answering questions like, how are you feeling? Do you have any questions for me? No, I don't. This is my third baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can see like if it's your first baby, like wanting to be at all the appointments and all that. But like for me, it's just another baby, another doctor appointment. <laughs> so we have had this guilt-free time, haven't we? Where we haven't felt like we need to be doing work. And for me, like work is quieter. I don't know about you. Like I feel like um, it is like I'm on holiday but um yeah i'm not stressing about the financial thing i'm just trying to enjoy having the time with kids but also having time with chris because i know that <laughs> i've mentioned before about how laid back we are about bedtimes but now that the kids are at home we are far stricter <laughs> like you have to go to bed because i need some time yeah. to not have you invading my personal space or what's the thing that you always say like you're Overstimulated. Um, overstimulated, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you <Yeah>. get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So, but um, yeah. Uh, and I have also been spending time making the effort to contact people, whereas before I kind of took for granted that I had these relationships. But now the fact that we're not seeing anyone. We are feeling like we need to make contact with people and we have had some really nice conversations over the past couple of months. Um, And uh, like talking with our friend in Antwerp that we haven't spoken to in a long time and talking to um, uh, Chris's parents and my parents a lot more on FaceTime when we just sort of took it for granted that they were there, but you know, thinking that they might be feeling a bit lonely, it's quite nice for both of us to to um, make contact. And my mum has done a couple of quizzes uh, with Jonah. He's chosen the topics and my poor mum has to go and 
research things like monster trucks and um what was the last one he did monster trucks and harry potter and the next one he's given her is pokemon so my poor mom is having to look <laughs> up pokemon to try and work out what questions to ask um but it means that they've been able to bond far more as well and it's not like we would necessarily see them within this time period but just making that connection has been more special hasn't it yeah it's like my mother-in-law has been doing like um virtual babysitting with the kids where Mm -hmm. they we call her on the phone and put the thing on and she reads the books and you know has activities planned for them and you know i can clean i can clean the kitchen yeah it is nice that's so you're good. you're you're forced to to find new ways to maintain relationships. I think it's okay. I'm not gonna be like it's really fun, but it it has been interesting and mm-hmm. worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't think that that's gonna change. Actually, afterwards, I think that we will still uh, spend more time communicating, like. I I didn't discover that FaceTime, I don't know whether it's a new thing or not, but FaceTime can do multiple uh, calls at the same yeah, time. Yeah, you can like so, add people. Yeah, so we, we have had conversations with my mum and dad and my sister and Craig's girlfriend and we've all been on there together and that's been really nice. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I do think that that's sort of a technology that is going to keep on, keep on uh, being used. But... Um, yeah, I mean, going back to traditional sort of uh, things, and this is, and I'm not joking when I say it, this is something that I've been wanting to do for six years since Jonah was born, and that is reading books. Like, I have almost finished a book, and that is unheard of in normal life. I'm reading um, Normal People by Sally Rooney, and my sister sent it to me after she read it. And it's also like a BBC drama at the moment. So I want to read it before I finish. Right, the no. show. I want to I want to finish reading it before yeah. I watch the show. And uh, I have like two other books lined up. And I'm thinking, is this going to happen? I'm thinking it might actually happen. Like, this is crazy because it is the, ver- it is the routine. I am being more strict with the bedtimes. So I probably could have done this before lockdown. <laughs> if I were you and sending your kids to bed at six o'clock, then I probably could have, but I'm rubbish at that. So No, but see, you're going to laugh at me because we're, we've kind of been the opposite. Really? And yeah, because our kids have just gotten really frustrating at bedtime and we're like so tired by then that we're like, fine, just do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, they I still they're still like asleep by seven thirty eight at the mm-hmm. latest. But also yeah. because it's very 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 summer here, mm-hmm. we're going for walks at night and doing like family stuff, and we're just kind of letting the wind take us where it may. And every day is oh, kind I of, love it. Every no, day is kind of different. I know. Who am I? This is me living my best life. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, so now we've what, swapped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We swap roles. What um, what do you do to carve out time for yourself? Like, what sort of activities would you do if you happen to grab a spare half hour? 
Well, I have been for I have been exercising every day. I know I keep talking about this in every episode, but I have stayed. Are you true. sponsored by Peloton? No, I just love it. <laughs> yeah. No, I am not at all. We pay every month. We pay every month for the Peloton. <laughs> I just love it. I yeah. can't imagine. And like now that I'm pregnant, I've been doing the yoga and still doing the Peloton, obviously the bikes, mm-hmm. but it's way more than just like the bike. But yeah, that's like if Adam's putting the kids to bed, I'm riding the Peloton, yeah. you know, in that time. Um, mm-hmm. And that being said, Throughout the day, I'm also – during some of the moments where on a normal day I would be forcing myself to clean up the kid's mess or clean up the kitchen for the millionth time or do something, I'm really, really, really focusing on just slowing down and sitting on the couch. Literally, just like sitting and just – You deserve it. Not doing anything at all because I'm like – I am, I think for in the beginning, I did put so much pressure on myself to be the perfect homeschool mom, to be the perfect, like make sure every snack they had was perfectly healthy. I didn't want the TV on all day because we do have strict TV rules, you know, and I wanted everything to stay the same, even though everything was so different. Like Mm -hmm. life was changing so quickly, but I was trying so hard to control everything and to make sure that my kids were doing school and they weren't watching TV and they were spending every minute outside and that I had activities planned for every second of the day so they didn't get bored and so that they didn't go directly to the TV, you know, and what I've learned all these weeks later is that desperate times call for desperate measures. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted. (laughs) So I have totally allowed myself that space. Um, And I've been like at night, once the kids are in bed, I've been focusing on like meditating every night and writing, like journaling every day, just writing about the things that I'm feeling. And I don't know. I'm actually very surprisingly, because I feel like the majority of the world is not in a very good place emotionally. Like, as far as like accepting myself, accepting the situation and trying to make the best out of it and being like using the time to really be the best version of myself because that, what else are you going to do with this time? Exactly. Like I, I could sit around really and get fat using it. and if <laughs> I was not pregnant, I probably would because I would be drinking a lot, mm-hmm. but I am pregnant and so I've had to put my emotional energy into other things. And I'm really grateful for that because I feel fantastic. Yeah, that's brilliant. But yeah, enough about me and my um, randomness. What <laughs> Besides your reading, tell me all about your silver linings because I know there are some. Um, yeah, there definitely are. I think that um, because I have the kids at home, 24 7 I'm being kinder to myself and I am making uh time for me because I know that I wouldn't be a good enough parent if I didn't um and I I need to give myself that time to sort of debrief to relax and just be in my own space and so I have been listening to a lot of podcasts which has been great I do listen to podcasts normally, but I sort of, um, I don't know. I've been, I've been doing a lot more of 
kind of immersing myself in podcasts. And obviously I am uh, very prone to crime junkie and I have got like the whole back catalogue to listen to. So I'm listening to a lot of murders at the moment. But it's just, it's not necessarily about the content. It's just the fact that I can switch off and I can hear one voice rather than a million voices shouting mum. Mm-hmm. It's just really, really good for me to be able to do that. And I, um, I'm i really enjoying Crime Junkie and I'm listening to another true crime thing, which, uh, you know, <laughs> Chris is like, what's wrong with you? Why are you listening to murder? I know Adam does that time? too. Adam does that too. I love it. I know, me too. Sorry, it's my fault. I got you obsessed. <laughs> you really did. Uh, I'm super interested in it now. But um, yeah, I mean, we're do- I'm doing that. And I'm also um, allowing myself time in the evenings to watch TV with Chris. And I've been watching loads of things. Obviously, I watch Tiger King. But uh, I've been watching other things on Netflix, other things on Sky. Uh, so there's like a British comedy called Brassic, which I actually think that Adam would really like. I don't Brassic? know if he can get a hold of it. Yeah. So apparently Brassic means uh, skint, but I didn't know that. Uh, Chris did. But it's a Sky uh, Atlantic thing. So sometimes it's HBO. Oh my goodness, speaking of HBO, I have been watching this program called Sharp Objects. Oh yeah, so good. Have you great watched book. it? Well, I've read all of her books, Gillian Flynn's Really? Book. Yeah, great Ooh. books. And so See, the show yeah, in the movies it never, never do justice to the books. Wow. All of her books are like top notch. What's her name? Gillian Flynn. Right, I, I think she's the, I think she also right? wrote, wrote Girl on the Train, which is a movie. Oh, did she? I think. Or or it's um the one about the guy who the oh, girl. Gone Girl. They Gone were, Girl, they were, yeah. They were both super, uh, Gone super girl. similar, the weren't one. they? Yeah. But yeah, I am watching Sharp Objects with um, a- Amy Adams. And yeah, it's a it great show. just brilliant. I am so hooked. And Chris hasn't been watching it. I kind of started one night and I got to episode five of eight and I was like, do you know what, I'm not. I'm not waiting for him. I'm done. Um, but yeah, it was. It's really, really good. It I'm is really, look up really good to actually read a book. So I like reading books before I watch the program. Have you watched? Um, speaking of HBO, gosh, we're getting off topic, but we can erase this. But have you watched <laughs> Fudge Crackers? It was also a book. What is it? Oh, Big Little Lies. That's what it's called. Yeah, I've not yeah. read that. Yeah, you need to watch the movie. You need to watch that show. Great okay. show. Big Little Lies. show. Has that got Nicole Goodman in it? Yes. Yeah, I saw someone was reading it actually today. And uh, yeah, I thought, I think this is something that I would really like. I should I should do that and add it to my huge list of books. I've got uh, American Dirt is my next book. And I think it's about like Mexican drug cartels. And I quite like that sort of thing. And then... Uh, the Evolution, which is by Giovanna Fletcher, who is Tom Fletcher's wife. Actually, it's by Tom as well. But yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, I do love sort of true crime, anything sort of violent. What's wrong with me? Yeah, what is wrong with you? <laughs> no, I'm the same yeah. way. You know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I know. literally the worst. 
Um, but have anyway. you got anything else to say? Because Chris yeah. is giving me the evil eye. Yeah, I have a question for you. Is well, your house cleaner now during... I feel like our houses should all be cleaner, but is your house <laughs> yeah. cleaner now before it was the quarantine? Uh, Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. And I also think, uh, yes, in a way, and we've also been doing a whole lot of um, house renovation. So we have um, been ordering stuff for the garden and we've been um, sorting out our dining room. And so we, we've been doing jobs that we've never quite got round to. But there are, the boys are sleeping in our bedroom because I have filled their room with washing. <laughs> like you cannot yeah, see their but floor. We talk, yeah, we talked about my washing situation. So yeah. I feel, yeah. Yeah, I feel but, like it's like some things are really good right now and then some things are just out of control, but I don't have the energy nor the the wherewithal uh-huh. to care. And I really enjoy my lack of cares. Yeah. The only thing I, I don't like is that Adam is so – because nothing has really changed for him, except for that he yeah. comes home midday and the house is a wreck. And I'm like, just, you're not usually home right now. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> when, Mind when your you come, Yeah, when you come back, when it's time for your work to be over, it'll all be clean. Like when the kids are in yeah. bed, it will all be clean. Just mind your own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to go and... Um, get the kids to bed so that I can watch one of my many uh, box sets that I'm currently involved in. But um, I hope that we've brought you some positivity and we would really like to hear the type of things that you're doing that is causing you an abundance of happiness at the moment. Yeah, because there is definitely something. And if you haven't taken the time to really think about it, then maybe now is the perfect time for you to sit down and find the thing that makes you really happy and make sure that you have time to do that thing. Absolutely. Because the reality is you have the time. You just have to make the time, you know, like yeah, stop doing all the things. The that do- Yeah. Stop doing all the things that don't really matter and bring yourself joy because mm-hmm. in the long run of this whole pandemic thing, you're going to thank yourself if you give yourself some joy. Yeah. Like, you know, give yourself some time to watch the wonder that is Tiger King. Yes. But don't ask Karen what it's about because she has not got a clue. <laughs> it's about this thing. It's about to say, okay, I didn't explain it very well. <laughs> it was horrible. Okay, we will chat with you guys soon as usual. Feel free to reach out to us. Um, yeah. Leave us a five-star rating. If you want to leave us a one-star rating, just don't leave us any rating at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and we're so thankful that you show up every week to listen to us chat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Lex, uh, speak to you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye, everyone.